0: blood, the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like keeping them from the Lord you take that thousand dollar telephone uh, you take them air joints off them feet and give them what they used to call when I was growing up give them some buddies <laughs> somebody <laughs> somebody say what are buddies they are unnamed shoes <laughs> But 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 she kept her word to the Lord. Look at verse, look at verse twenty four. And when she had weaned him, she took him up with her, with three bullocks that was sacrificed for the priests, and one ephah of flour, and a skin of wine, and brought him unto the house of the Lord in Shiloh, and the child was young. And they slew a bullock and brought the child to Eli. And she said, O oh my Lord, as thy soul liveth, my Lord, I am the woman who stood by thee here praying unto the Lord. For this child I prayed. This child was no accident because somebody didn't take no birth control pills this child was purposely cried out for. And then it had taken a moment for her to even get back after she had weaned Samuel. She reintroduced herself to Eli the priest. And she said, I am the woman who stood by thee here praying unto the Lord. And I am the woman that you declared a blessing on the last time that I saw you. I'm that woman and this is that seed. I'm keeping my word. I'm bringing my child and I'm giving him to you. And Hophni and Phinehas were there. What is God saying? In Eli's darkened home life with his refusal to raise his children and bring them up in the fear and nurture of the Lord, I'm going to let Samuel live here. Because a baby brings new life when the baby's wanted. They got a bill over there in Georgia that they just passed. And the bill... And Georgia that they just passed says it's against the law to perform an abortion unless it's rape or family incest. It's against the law. If a heartbeat is detected, you cannot have an abortion. You got folk all over crying. We ain't going to make no more movies in Georgia. We ain't going over there. We ain't going to spend no money over there. we going to move our tournaments out of Georgia. The world does not mind murder. Now, let me, let me drop something on those of you that are sitting here like a statue. They'll put you in jail for beating your child. But they'll award the police officer for killing him. That's the world that we live in. Now, God doesn't ask for something, and he didn't ask Hannah for this. But he honored her request. He remembered her. And he gave Hannah some more children. In verse 27, for this child I prayed, and the Lord had given me my petition, which I ask of him. Therefore also I have lent him to the Lord as long as he liveth he shall be lent to the Lord and he worshiped the Lord there. You don't know what plans God has for your children if you don't give them to him. Because God can shape and mold Character. So you say, what develops character in an individual? Hard times is what develops character. And that's why a lot of kids that's been given everything don't appreciate it. Because they never had to get out and earn it. Mary and I learned it the hard way. You give your kids everything, they feel entitled. Mm -mm. You get your butt out there and you cut that yard. And you wash that car. And you teach that daughter how to cook something other than water. (laughs) Uh, Bring up a child. In the way that child should go. So when that child is old, they won't depart. It's something about Samuel. Because Samuel... It's coming out of a messed up home situation into a messed up church situation. But God can take the weak things and confound the wise. Somebody standing by in Shiloh could have seen Hannah come in there with Samuel and they could have said, I don't believe That girl going to leave that little boy, that little young'un with that man and them two boys in that house. But it was the Lord's doing. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. The day came when Kirk Franklin's mother, I believe, dropped him off when he was very young. But look at him now. Jesse Jackson was adopted. God can take whatever it is that we give him and make out of what we give him what we need. Somebody tell the Lord thank you. Now, let's look at Samuel because he grew to be a big deal. So don't tell me because You came from a broken home that you can't be nobody. Man, God ain't into that. God already knows what he wants and who he wants you to be. And I've often asked that question. How is it that good children can come out of messed up houses and bad children? Well, you know what I'm trying to say. Good children come out of messed up houses. Bad children come out of good houses they even driving BMWs and cussing mama at the same time. They wouldn't have lived that long in my mama's house. Because there was a couple of fears going on in my mama's house. Y'all go on to Acts chapter 3. A couple of fears were going on in my mama's house. First of all, now notice how I put this. That was the fear of mama. Then if anything left, it was the fear of the Lord. Then the third thing my sisters were afraid of, fear the straightening comb. My sisters used to be all drawn up, and when that hot vaseline came off that straightening comb and burnt that scalp, it is ow, ow! You pick them in the head, and say you better shut up. You have to suffer to be pretty. <laughs> You in Acts chapter 3? Let's follow Samuel just for a minute. Acts chapter 3. And look at verse 24. If God has his hands on your children, no matter what circumstance they're in, he can bring them out. The seed of the righteous. I said the seed of the righteous. Shall be delivered. Acts chapter 3, look at verse 24. The Bible says, Yea, and all the prophets from Samuel and those who followed after, as many as have spoken, have likewise foretold of these days. Samuel was the first prophet in Israel. Can I talk to you a little bit more? And also Samuel was a priest. So Samuel was a prophet and a priest. You remember when Saul went up to do the offering, the sacrifice, and he should not have, and he lost the kingdom? The offering was done for Samuel to do it. But because Samuel showed up late, Samuel being a priest, Saul went in and offered and lost the kingdom. So Samuel was the first prophet in Israel. And God raised him in a little out-of-the-way place called Shiloh. God can bring people out of these places that nobody has ever heard of. The prophet Amos had a sycamore orchard. And the folk was cutting up in town. God came out and talked to Amos out yonder at Amos' place. And said, I need for you to go uptown. And tell them up there that judgment is going to run down like a mighty stream. Oh, God can use people that even come out of Stony Hill. God raises people to do great things in little places. So when they get uptown, they ain't scared of nobody. Acts chapter 13. So, Samuel was the first prophet in Israel. Say that back to me. Samuel was the first prophet in Israel. And a, and a priest. Okay. Now, in Acts chapter 13, are you there? All right. Look at verse 20. The Bible says, And after that, he gave unto them judges for about the space of 450 years until Samuel. The prophet. Mm Mm-hmm. Isn't that something? Hebrews chapter 11 in verse 32. Hebrews chapter 11 in verse 32. And what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah, of David also, and Samuel, and of the prophet's. God took Samuel and molded and shaped him to be what he wanted him to be. God help us in the name of Jesus. That's what we need to be doing with our little nephews and grandchildren and nieces. Getting them to the Lord. If their mama don't do it, then you'll be a witness. But we got to get these kids to the Lord. Because he's the only one that's going to be around forever. To take care of them. We need to lend our children to the Lord. For all the days. Of their lives. Go back to 1 Samuel chapter 2. 1 Samuel. Chapter 2. And I want you to key in. On verses 18 through 21. 1 Samuel chapter 2. Verses 18 through 21. We're talking about Hannah. Hannah. Her name means grace and favor. And that's how God saved us, with grace and favor. Chapter 2, verses 18 through 21. You notice this. But Samuel ministered before the Lord, being a child, girded with a linen ephod. As a priest. Moreover, his mother made him not just a coat, made him a little coat. And brought it to him, watch this, from year to year when she came up with her husband to offer the yearly sacrifice. And Eli blessed Elkanah and his wife and said, The Lord give thee seed of this woman. For the loan which is lent to the Lord. We can't be God-given no matter how hard we try. That is lent to the Lord. And they went unto their own home. And the Lord visited Hannah so that she conceived and bore three sons and two daughters. And the child Samuel grew before the Lord. Sometimes ungodly women don't want godly children. Hmm? Because it shines a light on their messed up lifestyle. They don't want that boy at that house, they don't want that boy nowhere around because he doesn't like the way she's living. We've got a lot of work to do in this generation. And we might as well get started today. I want to conclude this message like this. I I had an opportunity to look back in scripture. And I found out something that would help all of us on a continual basis. Now, on Wednesday when we are up here in preparation for my sharing God's word, there's a certain minister here. Who sings loudly. You may know him. He sings so loudly. Until he got all of us thinking. We can do it too. And some folk. Have tried it. And we have prayed mightily. For them. But do you know. One of the greatest things you can do today. Is to have a song. If you could. T- listen. Make it up. It doesn't matter. Make a joyful noise. Amen. Unto the Lord. Learn how to sing. When victory shows up. On your doorstep. You need to sing a song. Now. I want us to step down through some songs here so that we can see what our response ought to be when victory shows up. Is that fair? All right. Chapter 2, 1 Samuel, starting at verse 1. Hannah broke out in a song. My goodness. 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 1. And Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoices in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over mine enemies. Because I rejoice in thy salvation. There is none holy like the Lord. For there is none beside thee. Neither is there any rock like our God. Talk no more so exceeding proudly. Let not arrogance come out of your mouth. For the Lord is a God of knowledge, and by him actions are weighed. The girl is singing. Long before Aretha. Listen. The bowls of the mighty men are broken, and they that stumble are girded with strength. They who were full. Have hired out themselves for bread. And they who were hungry. Cease to hunger. So that the barren hath borne seven, And she who hath many children. Languisheth. The Lord killeth. And maketh alive. He bringeth down to hell. And bringeth up. The Lord maketh poor. And maketh rich. He bringeth low. And lift it up. He raises up the poor. Out of the dust. And lift up the beggar. From the refuse. To set them among princes. And to make them inherit. The throne of glory. For the pillars. Of the earth. Are the Lord's. And he has set the world. up on them. See how she's magnified the Lord. He will keep the feet. Of his saints. And the wicked shall be silent in darkness. For by strength shall no man prevail. You can't do it in your own strength. The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken to pieces. Out of heaven shall he thunder upon them. The Lord shall judge the ends of the earth. And he shall give strength unto his king. Watch it. And exalt the horn of his anointed. Right here she's celebrating Jesus. The Lord's anointed. Hannah knew a little something about Christ. That anointed right there is Christ. Verse 11. And Elkanah went to Ramah to his house. And the child did minister unto the Lord before Eli the priest. Now when you're singing and you got victory and the doctor tells you. That that is no cure for you, but yet the Lord steps in and the Lord delivers you and the Lord cures you. Make up a song. Make up a song and let your voice be heard on high. Because at that time, you don't care what people think about you, you don't care what they what they are listening to. You just want to give God the glory for the things that He has done. And it didn't just stop right there. You remember when when Moses led the children of Israel. Through the Red Sea. And they got on the other side. They sing the song. You can find it in Exodus chapter 15. They sing the song of the redeemed. And they bragged about. How the Lord had brought them out. And how he had drowned Pharaoh's army. Yeah. Baby you better learn how to sing. You better go get a song. If you have to rent it. You, you, you better start singing. and Because it's, it's an expression of your heart. Feel of gratitude toward God. For all that God has done. And you call it like this. God visited me. And God told me that everything is going to be all right. God God showed up and he gave me that assurance. Like Eli gave assurance to Hannah. And her countenance was lifted. God showed up at my house. And he told me that everything was going to be all right. Your song sounds sort of like that. And I give you praise God. Because you are the one that oversees the armies of heaven. I give you glory. Because you are God Almighty. And you are God all by yourself. No man can stand against the Lord. Because you are an awesome God. Come on, you know enough scripture to get a song going. Sing unto the Lord a new song. Miriam and the women, after they had crossed the Red Sea sang that song of redemption. They were so happy. King David, not only did he sing, he made his own musical instruments. And not only that, he made James Brown and Michael Jackson look like amateurs. David was your first moonwalker. David prayed unto the Lord and David danced unto the Lord. Baby, you ought to break your dance and your shout out all at the same time. To just show God how you celebrate the victory that He has given you over all the power of the adversary. Uh huh. And then there was Paul and Silas over yonder in that jail at Philippi. And as they sat there, feeding hands in the stocks, and it was around about midnight, somewhere around about 3 o'clock in the morning, baby. So they had a conversation with themselves. One of them probably said, look, I can't sing, but I can pray. The other one probably said, well, if you pray, I'll sing. So Paul and Silas broke out with a song while they was in jail. huh? And they prayed and cried out to God while they were in jail. And God shook the jail. It was a jailhouse rock. God shook the whole place up. Listen, when God gives you the taste of victory, Sing a song. She was a singer too. And not only that. The night that our Lord was betrayed. The night that he would be crucified. The Bible says that when Jesus left that upper room. He went out to cross over the brook. He sang the song. Now if Jesus sang the song. Why was he singing? Because he knew he had the victory. He knew that he had come to give us back dominion. He knew that his 33 years of life on this planet was just about to conclude. So what better way to go out than to sing a song? And I look a little bit deeper one more time, and I found something. This is the last portion of it, but I found something. See, when you, you got the victory. Make up a song, Ria. You don't have to sing a song that somebody else has already sung or someone has already sang. Huh? Sing unto the Lord a new song. What's the new song? It's the song you're making up while you're hearing it. Revelation chapter 5. Paul and Silas sang, Jesus sang. David sang, Miriam and the women and Moses sang, Hannah sang the song. God is trying to tell us something. You start singing, when the devil thought he had you bound, you ain't going to do nothing but wreck his whole computer system. Wreck it. Revelation chapter 5 is such a beautiful chapter. The first four verses. And I saw in the right hand of him. That sat on the throne. A scroll written. Within and on the back. Sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel. Proclaiming with a loud voice. Who is worthy to open the scroll. And to loose its seals. And no man in heaven. Nor in earth. Neither under the earth. Was able to open the scroll neither to look on it. And I wept much, because no man was found worthy to open and to read the scroll, neither to look on it. But listen to this. Let me read on through. And one of the elders saith unto me, Weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose his seven seals. And I beheld and lo in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures. And in it, the midst of the elders, stood a lamb as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent forth into all the earth. And he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. That's God on the throne. But notice this in verse 8. And when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of saints. And they sang a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals. For Thou wast slain and has redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred, and tongue and people and nation. And has made us unto our God a kingdom of priests and we shall reign on the earth. The expression from man back to God for victory is a song. And you notice what it says, sing unto the Lord a new song. That's out of gratitude. You say, well, I can't sing. Can you talk? Yeah. Well, what is, what is singing? Singing is, is, is voice put to music A voice without music. It's called a cappella. So you sing unto the Lord a new song that he's delivered you from cancer. He's delivered you from diabetes. He's delivered you from the hand of the enemy. And then you're singing that new song, you just cut up. You just let all of you just flourish. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Well, bless God. I hope you've gotten something out of this message. And happy Mother's Day to mothers everywhere. And if we could just emulate Hannah a little bit in this generation, it ought to be a blessing to a whole lot of people. Come on, let's get on our feet and thank God for Hannah and for Samuel and for Paul and David and Silas and John the Revelator come on give God a new give him now some praise in here sing a new song there is power power wonder working power in the blood of Jesus The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come the Father says come, the Holy Spirit says come, and I say come, you need to come now now the question is when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says and so say I I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago and he answered me came into my heart and brought with him the gift of eternal life And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words and if you mean those words, they are recorded. In the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now, the questions up. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before. And you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible, radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you.